All right, friends, on the show today, duck calls and lots of them. We're all on the duck bandwagon today. Steelers win. A man named Duck's our quarterback. (laughs) Duck everything. We got a duck call sent to us in the mail. Listen, the whole city, it might not last longer than this week (laughs) or this night, but the whole city's drunk off duck right now. We also got a story about how you're not supposed to dress up your chicken for Halloween. Also, two break-ins on the show. One with a guy in brawn panties. And another one with a guy in two hundred dollars worth of chocolate. Quack quack. The Mikey and Bob podcast. All right. Okay. Uh, well, you know, we'll, ah. we'll do a show here. We'll okay. do a show here. Sure. Why not? Uh, welcome to the show, friends. It is Mikey and Bob, the ninety-six one Kiss Morning Freak Show. I know a lot of people probably uh, dragging extra ass today in Pittsburgh because of the late Sunday night football game, which the Steelers thankfully won. 24 to uh, 17. It's okay to drag a cheek or two today. Uh, did you see what we got in the mail, though, Bob? No. I think our buddy Doc, who listens to the show, mailed us this. What is it? I come in this morning, and bam, we have a duck call. Oh, okay. We have a studio duck call now. Dear God. <laughs> I mean, we have one. Do you want to try this? I don't know how to do that. Okay, well, one of us is going to have to try it I, here because we have a duck call in try the studio. I mean, you can give it a try if you want to. Because I, I don't have any duck call skills. I don't know. Not that I expect you to either, but if you look to me like, yeah, oh, I give don't it know. To Bob, maybe he knows what he's doing. I don't, it says Woody on it. W-O-O-D-I-E. It's like a that's duck. the name of the duck call? Yeah, well, it's a, it says Duck Commander, and then it says Woody on it. Oh. So this is like a professional duck call here. Are there instructions? No, I think you just blow into it, right? Not instructions with it. No. Lick your lips and give it a blow. Oh, no, hold on. There are instructions. All right, this just got way too confusing. This just got way too confusing. I thought you'd just give a little toot, right? But it says, for a flying call, blow soft, then gradually add pressure until it breaks. Time it to sound exactly like a Woody. But for a sitting call, quick T sound with hand open, then close hand shutting the air off to get the high pitch to wheat. Okay. I don't know. You're pretty much speaking Chinese to me right now. It's a little confusing, right? All right, let me get I don't even know. Okay, this isn't like a whistle. You don't just blow into it here. It said just blow, right? No, I... Maybe oh, oh, oh maybe I, I, give it a little I, more. I no, you you subtly like you suck in. Oh, all right, that ain't it either. That doesn't sound like a duck, right? All right, listen. She's a duck screaming. Listen, ah! I, I was gonna come in here all excited, like yeah, Devlin Hodges, duck, the quarterback, leads the Steelers to victory. His first win as Steelers quarterback. You know they might be turning things around here. Let's go. That doesn't sound like a duck call. <laughs> All right, we're gonna need some practice on this because I just want to. I just want to blast people with duck calls for the entire show, right? And I mean, it only makes sense. It's it's Duck Day today, right? Try blowing real hard. No, I don't think. So you think it's like an instrument where there's a some you, type of way to yeah, do it? Yeah, you have oh, to like boy. suck in. <laughs> Hold like on, let me screaming. let me try and put sounds like, like a my... cartoon duck like screaming. 
I don't think so. All right, I don't know how to make a duck call, but we're going to learn through the course of the show, right? Is that a good tease? Four hours of awful duck calls on the Kiss Morning Freak Show. So, as we wake up this morning, everybody's excited. The Steelers beat the Chargers 24-17 to last night out on the West Coast. It was basically a Steelers home game. 75% of the crowd, maybe even more, was, uh, was Steeler fans, right? But Devlin Duck Hodges gets it done in his first game uh, starting for the Steelers. Our buddy Doc mailed us a duck call, which mm-hmm. I, I can't figure out. That's I that's, I don't know what I'm doing. Hold on. Our buddy Mark is on the phone. Uh, hello. Hey, man. Hey, listen, as soon as you said that somebody sent you a duck call, I'm like, oh, my God, I better tell him. You better get a suck through the uh, thing, not blow through it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I tried to blow through it. Obviously, that doesn't work, so you have to suck the air in, but then it just, <laughs> I just get, that okay, doesn't sound yeah, like a duck to me. You're doing it too hard. All right, hold on. Here, here's here's my, my duck call. Hold on. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Hold on. Do, do that again. Do that again. Oh, my God. If I'm, a, if I'm a duck, I am so horny for that. All right, so I'm sucking in too hard, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to, like, like, yeah, you're doing it way too hard. You got to, like. <laughs> It's like very like uh, like a very mellow uh, sucking. <laughs> softer, softer, baby. Come I'm on. trying yeah, to yeah, suck soft. as soft as possible here, guys. Okay. Uh... <laughs> 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 yeah. You need some practice. All right. I'm going to keep practicing, I guess. I, I don't know how to do this, man. Like, there's only there's only two things you can do with a duck call. Suck like, and blow. I like when you go softer, too. <laughs> it doesn't change at all. I mean, it's 6 a.m. and we're doing competing duck calls. All right, if anybody else, if anybody else wants to go duck call for duck call with me this morning <laughs> in honor of the Steelers, uh, 412-937-9610. No, never mind. Let's not do this. A lot of people uh, not working today and kids not going to school because... Uh, Columbus Day? Columbus Day. Yes. What, what a what a backwards country, right? Columbus Day off, but when we have to vote in big elections, just like, now figure it out on your own. But Columbus Day's off. <laughs> what are we doing here? Or even like Veterans Day, like, no. <laughs> Columbus Day, all right. <laughs> it's not working. Somebody said I need to turn the duck call around. Oh, maybe, maybe right. wrong side? <laughs> oh, that one... Now, I'm blowing. now it sounds like a really bad car alarm. But now it doesn't do anything from the other end when I suck, just when I blow. But I'm I'm blowing it from the wrong end. Like I, I think I know what end I'm using, right? <laughs> I don't know what end I'm even supposed to be blowing on. <laughs> I need to watch a YouTube video or something. <laughs> uh, big Steelers win on the West Coast uh, last night, as we were saying all week. Uh, I think after the Coach Tomlin press conference last week, and he's like going in a hostile environment, we're like, no, you're not. Like, it's a West Coast game in a soccer stadium that fits like, I don't even know, 25,000 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Steelers, and, and it's, it's not infuriating, but it's just like, it's the same thing every time. All the people go, Steelers fans travel so good. And it's like, 
Steeler fans are are, li- are literally everywhere. They're just there. No, we we all didn't fly from Pittsburgh out to the West Coast last night. Like, there's just Steeler fans out in California there, just waiting for a game like that. So the Steelers with a big win, twenty four to uh, seventeen. Here was Coach Tomlin after the game on the win. Man, it's a big win for us on the road uh, in a very fragile state. Uh, it's good to go into the bye on a good note and gathering ourselves a little bit. You know, we need it because we, we got a lot of injuries. We had a few tonight. It's just a good overall team win. We knew we couldn't give uh, Duck a lot of exposure to that defense, so we had to do some things in some other areas. We talked openly about it last night. Uh, scoring on defense is significant. Quality special teams play a uh, significant a quality running game to minimize his snap exposure. Uh, just a good overall team win. We'll be excited. We've got a long flight ahead of us, but... I'm sure everybody enjoy it. Yeah, Devin Bush was a maniac. Fumble recovery for a touchdown to start the game. Had an interception, too. All the help duck out. <laughs> that, that doesn't sound like a no, duck right that there. that wasn't close. Uh, here is Coach Tomlin on uh, Devlin Hodges' Ducks performance. We got a lot of confidence in him. We hadn't, we hadn't been bashful about that. He's got a lot of confidence in himself, and I think that's what – makes people gravitate to him. Uh, but we, we're not getting overexcited, man. This is a guy that played good tonight, man, with very limited experience, and we're thankful to get a win, and hopefully it'll be a good learning experience for him and us collectively as we move forward. What was that noise? Oh, yeah. Giant... Giant duck floating someplace. Is that what it sounds like? A, a like a fat duck who can't even fly anymore. <laughs> it's like he's just eating too much over there. <laughs> like he found an old person that just feeds him bread every day at the bench and just like, oh man, everybody's flying away. I'm just, just sitting here. <laughs> uh, Coach Tomlin was asked real quick if Mason Rudolph is healthy. Is he the starter after the bye week? I ain't getting into that, guys. And, of course, Coach Tomlin wanted nothing to do with it. So uh, it is a good time to hit the bye week because a lot of Steelers uh, dealing with uh, bumps and bruises and injuries. Uh, So they will be back. Uh, The next game is at home, a Monday night football game against the winless Dolphins. So that should be fun. But as the AFC North looks right now, uh, Ravens at four and two, the Browns and Steelers at two and four, and the Bengals at zero oh and six. So you're telling me there's a chance? I'm not gonna stop with this damn duck call until I figure it out. Kiss. Uh, I believe this was a few weeks ago. There was a CDC report that came out that told people. If you have pet chickens, don't kiss them. Because wasn't it like salmonella or oh, something yeah, I remember like that that, that yeah. you could get? So there was a big report that came out from the CDC that says if you own chickens don't kiss them. and you like to pick them up and, and touch them and kiss them, uh, it was just about how they could spread disease and salmonella and stuff like that. So I, I feel like this happens all the time, though. Like once every couple years, we'll get a report like don't kiss your chicken or something like that. Right. But then it gets woven into uh, like it takes a whole nother life of its own because Halloween is, is of course, coming up. So then we get a report that's. <laughs> <laughs> that says don't dress your chickens up in costumes. Don't dress your pet chickens in Halloween costumes this year. You heard that right. According to the CDC, it's too easy to catch salmonella after contact with live chickens. Okay. 
Just keep your hands off the bird this Halloween. But what does this specifically have to do with Halloween costumes? Shouldn't this just be a don't touch your chickens type of thing? Like, or is it, are you touching the chicken more when you're putting it in a costume? No fondling the chicken. One strain of that bacteria has caused 92 people to get sick. Wow. The agency's also discouraging kissing or snuggling your pet chickens. Oh, Jesus. You want to wash your hands after any foul contact. I feel like if you're the kind of person who is going to dress your pet chicken, up in a Halloween costume. That report from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention Mm -hmm. that you might get salmonella isn't going to slow you down. Because if you're the kind of person who's going to dress your pet chicken up for Halloween... You feel like you know how to handle a chicken. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're a pro. The the government ain't going to tell me how to handle my chicken. Hell no. If I want to whip that chicken out and have that chicken put on a little spooky show for me for Halloween... The government ain't going to tell me what I can and can't do. I got do a little cowboy outfit for him. <laughs> you government can tell me I can't put a cowboy out of my chicken? If I want to go to a Halloween party, whip my chicken out, and put a little cowboy hat right on the head of my chicken, government ain't going to stop me from doing that. 96.1. The Mikey and Bob Podcast. Uh, Melanie sends us a message here. I have faith that you'll get this duck call to work. Uh, before the end of the show, maybe try doing the horse lips that Bob did on the show a few weeks back. Uh, yeah, we, uh, our buddy Doc, who listens to the show, mailed us a duck call because, of course, the city is drunk off uh, duck right now. Uh, Devlin Hodges getting the win last night out in California. Steelers beating the Chargers 24-17. to um, And we have a duck call that I can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> like, I keep... I uh, Like, from one end, you can, like, suck in... And then the other end, you blow. Ah! Right? So, I'm, Do we know the sucker blow yet? Is, is one official? I've heard two things now from two different people. Or, Maybe you can do it both ways. Listen, I don't know. I just, this is how, this is how I can make the duck call sound. I don't know what I'm doing wrong with. Ah! Now, let me put my hand over it. So a little variation. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh. Quack, quack. <laughs> All right, I'll figure it out. Maybe or maybe not. <laughs> I love that our whole show today is just going to be like inundated with duck calls. That's a good time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, we will have uh, Devlin Hodges after the game, uh, not only talking about the game but explaining that duck shirt that he uh, oh yeah, that yeah. He wore. We'll have uh, the Devlin Hodges audio coming up around seven twenty-five. Yeah, what <laughs> what was his shirt? <laughs> Did it say like I'm the boss? And then had like this. This weird looking like off brand Donald Duck, and then it just said California on it. It was definitely like a generic tourist shirt, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was definitely a five dollar tourist shirt right there. Uh, but just the fact that he wore that shirt to the game and then post game was uh, was pretty amazing. It's like a generic like Donald Duck. I think Donald Duck's got the hat backwards, and yeah. it just says "I'm the boss," and then just under the <laughs> Donald Duck it says California. So. Uh, Duck was asked about that post game, though. That's good because I want to know more about the duck shirt than I do the actual game. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like it's scaring away ducks, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, right now let's get to today in freak show history. Here we go. Today in, in freak, freak show history. We go from uh, ducks to squirrels. Uh, Today in Freak Show History, we take you back to where a woman uh, had an emotional 
Uh, emotional support squirrel on an airplane. A woman brought the squirrel onto the plane and then refused to get off the plane. I listen. I mean, they ask her to leave and she's like, hell no. Me and my squirrel are flying to Cleveland. One sure. of the passengers aboard Frontier Flight 1612. Are we going to get to talk to passengers yeah, here? Yeah. Oh, tr- what Shot this video of the woman being escorted away by airport police in Orlando. Did you see the video of this? I, I did. I okay, did. the lady's in a wheelchair, right? They're wheeling her out and uh, yep, I saw yep. a finger being blurred. Was she giving everybody in the airport the finger? I, I saw that, so. right? I think so. Like, I saw yeah. a finger being blurred out. What a way to go out, though. How, like being yeah. wheeled away in a wheelchair, holding your little little pet squirrel, just flicking everybody off. It's the way a hero goes down. It's the way a true hero goes down. <laughs> You're just getting rolled out. <laughs> Squirrel. The squirrel was her emotional support animal. Sure. Now, the woman did indicate on her reservation that she was bringing an animal, but she did not write down squirrel. All right, we got to hear from some people here. We didn't want to get off. We were like, we're ready to go. Let's go. But there's a squirrel. Who would have a squirrel? Who would have a squirrel? No offense, as a pet. She should not have been able to get past TSA. Was she sneaking the squirrel, or did she have the squirrel the out? The squirrel was an animal that can't be on the plane. Why did she even get as far as she did? Now, we will hear from Squirrel Lady. He said, we either, either you walk off the plane or I'm going to arrest you. Whoa. There will be trespassing Whoa. warrants Uh-oh. issued for you. Uh-oh. And Uh-oh. we will take that squirrel. Whoa. Squirrel Lady is saying that they threatened to take her squirrel. You are not. I refuse. You will not take my baby from me. The staff on the plane say they did not know about that and instead deplaned everyone. Okay, so the staff didn't know a squirrel was going to be whipped out. I politely informed them. Okay, back to squirrel lady here. I will own a big portion of this airline. Whoa! What? Was she saying that as she was flipping everybody off, rolling out? Because they made you deplane because you whipped your squirrel out? I will own a big portion. Heating up. This airline. I'm gonna own your ass, okay? <laughs> I'm going for blood. Oh, oh damn, God, calm well, down. They, they just, calm down. I'm going for blood. This again is emotional support squirrel lady saying that she's going for blood and is gonna own the airline because they basically deplaned because she whipped her squirrel out. I'm going for blood. Oh my gosh. What? Oh my gosh. Fortnite got sucked into a black hole! (laughs) I love that all the reports are in... Listen, Fortnite has become such a huge game and such a huge phenomenon uh, that... It made national news. Yeah, it's on, like, all all news, whether Mm -hmm. it's national news or local news. Uh, So basically what happened is... Uh, Fortnite is going to do like a map reset, right? Right. So they basically sucked the entire game into a black hole and nobody could play Fortnite right now, Which right? Which is genius. It's so genius uh, by Epic Games. Because then what they do is everybody freaks out like, oh, is Fortnite gone? There's no way Fortnite's gone. Like, how stupid do you have to be to think like, is Fortnite never coming back? They make no. way too much money. Unbelievable amounts of, like... How much does it make in a day by just taking that down? Like, I don't know. Look up how much Fortnite just makes in like uh, a month or something like that. I mean, in a day, it's got they've got to make millions easily. How much does Fortnite make like per month? And just to be just to take that down, yeah, they like they take an initial hit on it. It's just crazy numbers. All right, what does Fortnite make? Depending on the month, they can make up to three hundred million this past year. <laughs> 
Like anywhere between 150 million and 300 million, looks like. All right, so the busiest month might be like an like after or maybe like December. I think you know. Yeah, yeah. Christmas break, a lot of kids so. playing then maybe, and even like January because a lot of kids might get, you know, uh, money to spend in the game or they might be getting the game for the first time. So 150 to 300 million dollars. So Fortnite is making a couple billion a year, easy, <laughs> which is. Amazing, right? So, yes, they can easily take the game down for a day or two because, listen, all it is is free advertising. Because when you watch the news, it's it's like, oh, some gamers are upset that Fortnite got sucked into a black hole. It's like, <laughs> like yo, this isn't news. Like, it's not news. You're just giving Fortnite free advertising at Epic Games. And there's, it's so genius because they don't even need to pay Mm-mm. to run, like, commercials to convince people to play Fortnite. All they need to do is suck the game into a black hole for, like, a couple days. <laughs> and all it does is build that excitement. Wasn't that the uh, wasn't there, like, a family in Canada we were talking about, like, a couple weeks ago that was, like, had a lawsuit against oh, yeah, Epic yeah. Games because they basically said that they need to put warning labels on it, not not because of any of the violence, because it's as addicting as cocaine. So let's think about Fortnite as cocaine. When they take away the game for a day or two, it's like a cocaine dealer to somebody who's addicted to cocaine. Just disappearing. Like going to jail. And then you're like, oh no, where do I get my cocaine from? So you either have to wait until the cocaine dealer comes back, and then you're like, oh, thank God the cocaine dealer's back, you know? Right, right. This probably isn't a good example for 7 that, o'clock in the morning. That's what they said, but... though. They compared it to cocaine. <laughs> or you're going to go look to get cocaine another place. But listen, there's no cocaine like Fortnite, right? Like, you can't go get another Fortnite. Like, Mm-mm. that's the cocaine right there. So you got to wait till the cocaine dealer uh, comes back online and gets resucked out of the black hole. And once the cocaine dealer comes back, oh, oh man. Yeah, that probably wasn't the best example. <laughs> we didn't compare it to cocaine. That's what the people said. The I just, lawsuit said that. I just love that the uh, it's like a real news report. Fortnite got sucked into a black hole <laughs> and gamers are freaking out. Like, no, gamers aren't freaking out. Like, you read a couple of angry tweets. Like, gamers that play Fortnite, they know exactly what's coming. A new map is coming. No, they're not freaking out. It's just like, oh, it's gone for a couple it's days. Like, okay. All right, well, a new map is coming. But, like, the news takes a couple of angry tweets, and then all of a sudden it's like, gamers are freaking out. It's just free advertisement it's for them. Perfect marketing. And they make $150 million to $300 million a month anyway, so it's not like they really need the help. But it's it's exactly what it is. Now, like, we don't need a full marketing campaign. We don't need to run commercials anywhere. Let's just suck the map into a black hole for a day or two. Right? Let's sit. Yep. And then when that cocaine dealer comes back, <laughs> oh, man, give me a mountain of cocaine, you know? <laughs> that doesn't sound like a duck, I don't think. I don't know. Uh, Steelers with a big win on the West Coast, beating the Chargers 24-17. to uh, 17. Uh, Devlin Hodges, 15 of 20, 132 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, he did enough game managing to where you're just like, all right, we can win some games with Duck in there. Which, by the way, Bob was just telling me off the air, he's like, that might have been like his first and last game because Mason Rudolph will probably be back from his concussion because they yeah. have the bye week. This might be it for Duck. This might be the peak. <laughs> listen, listen, I, I love this city so much because here we are, you know, doing uh, our radio show 
Someone mails us a freaking duck call, and we're trying. We're doing duck calls on the air because that's the nickname of the Steelers' starting quarterback, who might only start one game. But like, we're drunk off duck right now in the city. <laughs> like, like, it might have been his only start for the season. They're probably sure it's going up in the strip, like today, right? Oh, they got to man. Yep. Listen, if they make a generic version of the California duck shirt that he had on pregame and postgame. In the strip district, just print those, print those, print those shirts and print the money, right? Uh, Devil and Hodges, you want to get to the duck shirt first because I believe the duck shirt is more important than the uh, actual game stuff, right? Uh, yeah, we can do duck shirt. So he's wearing a shirt that is like an angry-looking Donald Duck with his like hat backwards, and it says "I'm the boss, California" on it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Here was, I mean, it's not like it's an official Steeler shirt or no, anything no, like that. Uh-uh. I mean, it looks like a generic strip district shirt. Here was Devlin Hodges on his duck on the boss shirt. I want to say I bought it yesterday. Uh, it was like it was for sale at a store for like five dollars. So, um, you know, we we get a break, a couple hours, and uh, me and my family kind of went and walked around Venice Beach, and uh, I snagged it up, and then had a duck on it. I was like, man, I might might have to wear this at the stadium. So, I mean, bought it as a joke, but people seem to love it. There you go. Wait a minute. Does Venice Beach have like a strip district area? Because that shirt looks like a strip district shirt. I'm just picturing like a boardwalk in like one of the t-shirt shops. like the Yeah, like tourists, like yeah, $5 yeah, yeah. shirts or uh-huh. $10 shirts. And he just wanders in. He sees it and he's just like, my God. It's... That's it. Oh, my God. Mom, you see that over there? Dad, you see this duck shirt over there? That shirt is that shirt is out for me. It's my big day shirt. It's, it says, I'm the boss on it. <laughs> But I want the full breakdown of like him deciding. And then, you know, all right, listen, Devlin Hodges wakes up, um, you know, Sunday morning mm-hmm. to get ready. He's probably a little nervous, uh, making his first NFL start here. Sunday night football, all eyes are on him. And he's just thinking, like, he's got something else laid out, but then he's got the duck shirt that he just bought for five bucks, yep, you yep. know? And he's just like, man, do I wear this duck shirt? What's it going to be? Oh, do I wear this duck shirt? Man, I don't know. You think people are... <laughs> You think coach might be like, yo, what are you wearing the duck shirt for? You can't be walking into the game saying you're the boss. Like, maybe you could wear it after the game. But you know he had that moment of contemplation right. where he's like, man, should I wear the duck shirt? Or like, will, <laughs> will the guys not like it or something? He's like, let me go to my duck call and see. All right, I'm wearing the duck shirt. His duck call's a little better I'm wearing, than that I'm wearing one. The, I'm wearing the duck shirt. So, good game for uh, Devlin Hodges. Here he was uh, just talking about the win. Just so proud of the guys. Got, got a big win, and uh, it's, it's nice to, to get a win, my first start. And, uh, I mean, it, it's been a it's been a bumpy road, especially the past couple months. Um, it's, it's been wild to think about, but uh always had belief in myself. I've had other people behind me, and it's, it's just amazing. Couldn't have done it without the guys in the locker room. We got the win, and we got a bye week next week, so we're going to enjoy the bye week. All right, there's Devlin Hodges. We will get to his I hate the Penguins tweet uh, coming up, too, because we got to the uh, the bottom of that. So Steelers with a win, 24-17. to The AFC North is the Ravens in first at 4-2. and two. And then the Browns and the Steelers at 2-4. and four. And the Bengals 0-6. Steelers get a bye week. Next home game will be at home Monday Night Football against the winless Dolphins. All right, now. For the 161st straight show, it is time for a naked story. Here we go. Whoa! Whoa. It happened again. Someone decided 
to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. All right, uh, to California we go for this. Uh, Sacramento, there was a break-in. Uh, wait, was this a naked break-in or was somebody just wearing bra and panties here? Or- they were wearing bra and panties, but... Okay. Yeah. Oh, then it turned into... Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's hear this. I knew this morning, a scary Saturday morning for an El Dorado Hills homeowner. Deputies say he woke up to find another man in his home wearing only a bra and panties oh, and rummaging Hello? through his things. Oh, my. Peekaboo. When confronted by the resident, the suspect fled, jumping fences and running through several backyards. All right. So basically, we have we have a man in bra and panties yeah. breaking into somebody's house. Uh-huh. The homeowner confronts him. He's gone, running through the backyard, hopping fences, wearing bra and panties. El Dorado County Sheriff deputies say at some point he took off the bra and panties. Okay. With help from a Folsom police canine, the now naked oh. man was taken into custody. All right, wait, hold on. So would he stick out too much <laughs> with the bra and panties still on? Is that why? Like, Well, it said with help from the canine, so I think the canine dog got to him. <laughs> and then either the dog ripped off his bra and panties or the guy just, I don't know, maybe took it off to like feed to the dog or something. Like it's a... A dog like, toy or something? I don't know. Threw it at the dog? But it said, with help from the canine, his bra and panties were removed. So then he's just naked in the backyard. The known parolee has been booked on several charges, yep. including burglary. Not getting fired today. Okay. I mean. All right. So now here's what happens. And we love when things like this happen. The news anchor that does the story on the bra and panty guy who got arrested Um, And then, you know, was naked after that. She has to try to transition into something else. Right, right. And a lot of times on the news, they will give you a little leeway where you can do a little banter maybe Mm. after a story before you toss (laughs) it to maybe the weather guy, right? So that's what she's thinking. She's like, "Mm, what can I say here? And then she's like, nope. I got nothing. Not going to get fired today. So let's see. The known parolee has been booked on several charges, including burglary. And then just... Not getting fired today. Nope. Just. I mean. Good morning. Let me let you in on a little secret. Other than a couple of clouds that might cruise across the area. Like the weather guy just comes in out of nowhere because the weather guy notices like, oh, she is just drowning. Not getting fired today. Like she doesn't know what to do. And here he comes with the weather. Not getting fired today. Not getting fired today. And just. I mean. Just. Good morning. Let me let you Good in morning. on a little secret. Other than a couple of clouds that might cruise across the area. Good morning. Let, let what me if let his you secret know? was like, I'm wearing brawn panties right now? <laughs> he may have taken them off when the canine came, but I have mine on right now. My secret is that I do the weather every morning wearing brawn panties because I know my secret, but nobody else does until now. Back to you, Janice. <laughs> it's great, right? Naked person making the show once again. The Mikey and Bob Podcast. Nobody's really going to school today, right? Uh, like col- I know Columbus Art- Day. Yeah. Uh, haven't we started calling it uh, Indigenous People Day, too? I believe so. Because Columbus Day, looking back at it, might not have been the right move. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe we should just switch this one for a while. Yeah, le- somehow that's a day off. How about just Election Day? Like, give us Election Day off, and then, like... We'll work this day, right? Let's just, if we just cancel Columbus Day and then we get Election Day off, I think maybe as a country that would make more sense. No? You'd think. Hey. You would think. Uh, Bergberg tweets uh, here, there's no way uh, that that's a duck uh, making fun of my duck call this morning. Listen, we got a duck call mailed to us. 
It doesn't sound like a duck to me either. But no, hold on. That does not sound like a duck at all. Now, this has all started because the Steelers quarterback, Devlin Hodges, who got a win last night, 24-17, to pretty good game. You know, he managed the game 132 yards, a lot of check down passes, a lot of little passes to uh, James Conner. He had a touchdown and an interception. It was enough uh, to get the win. Right? Yeah. Uh, but Duckmania has taken over, even though Mason Rudolph could be back by the time they play the Dolphins. This, and that, might, this might be <laughs> listen, it for Duck. It, it, this is probably the peak of uh, of Duckmania in Pittsburgh. But I'm telling you, the fact that one of our listeners mailed us a duck call and we're... And we're listen, we're going to look back at this. Like, we should just call this podcast today the Duck Call Show or something. Or the Duck Show. Because, listen, it makes sense today, and we're all drunk off Devlin Hodges, but we'll look back on this and be like, do you remember when Mikey and Bob had that morning where they were doing duck calls because the Steelers' third-string quarterback got a win by a touchdown out in L.A. against the Chargers? Yep. Yep. We're there. (laughs) That's today. Uh, But Devlin Hodges, of course, was a world champion duck caller 10 years ago. Now, here is his duck call. Oh man! Yeah, you're not even close. Like, like, does he have the same duck call as me? I don't know. I mean, mine is just. Uh... Your sounds. It sounds like. Uh, Mine's like really high pitch. Uh, elementary school, like the recorder that they would yeah. give kids to play. Yeah. By the way, I want to apologize to any dogs listening to the show today. It's probably not going to be your uh, favorite show. Uh, 412-937-9610. Mikey and Bob, hello. I just want to let you guys know I'm here to show you how to duck call. Okay. Now, do you have like an actual duck call with you? Yes, sir. It's right here in my truck. All right. What's your name? My name's Luke. All right. Go ahead, man. <laughs> Wow! Amazing. That I mean, that is outstanding. That is outstanding. You got to blow. You can't suck. Wait, what blow? do you mean I got to blow? I've been sucking. You got to blow. If I blow, nothing happens. <laughs> you got to say chicka, 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 chicka. I chicka, chicka? I got to say chicka, chicka, chicka. But with a T. Like T-I-K-T-I-K. Ticka, ticka, ticka. Okay. Yep. Man, I I just, I the only way I can make this thing make a noise is if I suck into it. Bring the air from, like, the bottom of your lungs. You can't just blow with your mouth. Oh, okay. From your soul. From All your right. soul. Hold on. But I got to blow, though, right? Yeah, you got to blow. But, like, like, squeeze your gut like you're trying to do a crunch. Okay. Like when All you right. do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna pass out, man. Oh, all right, you, let me, let you me look hear. Like you're sitting on the toilet and pushing right now. <laughs> uh, let me hear yours again. Definitely can duck call a lot better than I can, man. Hey, we're looking for Duck to win, right? <laughs> That's yeah, right, man. All right, have a good one. Hey, you too. All right. <laughs> yeah, my I, my duck call just sounds off, man. It just I'm not doing it right or something. Uh, now uh, we aren't doing a very good job of recapping the Steelers' victory. <laughs> 
They beat the Chargers 24-17. to We have been more concerned about duck calls this morning on the show because Devlin Duck Hodges uh, gets his first win as Steelers uh, quarterback. You know, he was wearing uh, this weird duck shirt into the game in uh, postgame. Um, and then uh, our buddy Doc, who listens to the show, mailed us a, uh, a duck call. Uh, 412-937-9610 is the number if you want to get a hold of us. I've been trying to duck call all morning. It's just it's just not working. Hey, uh, are you blowing into the right end? I've tried both ends. Because you blow in the, the wide end. Yeah, blowing in the wide end sounds like this, okay? <laughs> it's like a bad party right, horn. So maybe, <laughs> so maybe it's broken. <laughs> maybe it's it just came out of the packaging. <laughs> yeah, that's blowing into the suck? wide end, and then I can't blow into the other end, but I can suck in the other end. <laughs> Sounds the same. Is it a duck commander? Yeah, it's a duck commander, a Woody. Oh, well, then I don't know. I love that you questioned, like, the brand, like, if it ain't a duck <laughs> commander, it might one. be broken. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you. Is that a duck commander? <laughs> <laughs> I love this show, man. I love this city. I love that you all just, you, you just get it, right? Oh, uh, Justin sent us a message here. That's a wood duck call. The classic-sounding duck call you're thinking of is most likely a mallard. And don't suck on the call. Turn it around and blow. All right, well, listen. I'm I'm, I'm blowing into the big end, right? Wait, so it's supposed to sound like this? I don't know what a mallard sounds it's like. a weird party horn. I don't know what a wood duck. But listen, this duck call says it's a woody. So, I mean, listen, is that a Woody right there? Is that a Woody? Look at the labeling right there. Yeah, is that a Woody? Good-looking good Woody. I don't know the difference between a Woody and a Mallard. <laughs> I'm not a duck hunter. Hold on. He sent a link to a Duck Dynasty video. Uh, Jace Robertson of Duck Dynasty, who makes the Duck Commander. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> There's a YouTube video. <laughs> All right, hold on. Listen, in, in 2019, uh-huh. I did not think our show would get to the point where we are playing a Duck Dynasty Duck Call instructional video. We're there. Yet, here we are. Okay, <laughs> so here is uh, Jace Robertson from uh, the Duck Commander and the Duck Dynasty. <coughs> this is just real quick on how this works here. This is the wood duck. All right, so this is what I got. This is the wood duck. This is what we got here. A wood duck call has three levels. Oh, my gosh. Are we ready Whoa. for this? I don't even know if I'm ready for three levels. I can't even do one level. Built inside the call. There's three levels inside this damn thing? Here are the three levels. Oh, man, here we go. Devlin Hodges, this is for you. Steeler Nation, this is for you. We are not breaking down the game. <laughs> We're learning how to duck call. First level, you just apply pressure. Oh, that's what that's what my sounds like. That's what You're my doing sound, it right. I'm doing it right. More pressure. Okay. So that's two. If you cover up the end of the call. See this? I'm doing it right. It just doesn't sound like a typical duck call, right? All right. If I cover up the end of it, it okay. applies back pressure, and you get another level. So you got. The sounds you make will revolve around those levels. I've been doing it right the whole time. There you go. Hey, you're a master duck caller. All you duck experts, I've been duck calling right all the whole damn show. Since 6 a.m., I've been doing the duck call right. Everybody's like, turn it around.
blow into it, don't suck into it. 6 a.m. I came on, tooting a duck call, and I was right the whole damn time, Devlin Hodges. <laughs> toot, 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 toot. Here we go, Steelers, here we go. Here we go, Steelers, here we go. We are going to look back on this show that we're doing today, filled with Devlin Hodges and duck calls, and just think, wow. Like, three months from now, this show's not going to make any sense at all. None, right? none. And three years from now, everybody's oh. going to be like, Devlin, Devlin, Devlin what? Hodges, Ooh. you guys were blowing the duck, duck calls on show? Yes, yes, we yep. were. Uh, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, at FSMikey, at FSBigBob. So, Saturday evening, me and Bob will be out in uh, Connellsville, right? See Harper. Yep. We're doing the uh, Passport to Adventure Jeep giveaway, actually giving away a 2019 uh, Jeep out at Connellsville. See Harper Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Me and Bob will be out there uh, Saturday evening to give away a Jeep. It should just be a good time. Even if you didn't register to win this Jeep, just come out. Uh, brand new dealership in Connellsville there. See Harper Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Uh, there will be food trucks, a mm-hmm. uh, bunch of food and giveaways, and it will be a little party out there. So we'll see you guys uh, Saturday uh, evening if you're out in the Connellsville uh, area. Connellsville. All right, let's get to this uh, chocolate story here. <laughs> this happened in uh, Seattle, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seattle man actually got arrested for uh, for eating chocolate, but it was because he broke into an office. Let's get to this. Well, a man is behind bars after police say he snuck into a downtown Seattle building, yep. ate hundreds of dollars of chocolate, and then passed out. Okay, hold hold on. What do you mean hundreds of dollars of chocolate? Seems like a lot of chocolate. He went into an office building, so it wasn't like a candy store. He didn't break into like a candy store overnight or something. Yeah. He just broke into an office. And ate hundreds of dollars of chocolate. What office has hundreds of dollars of chocolate? Like, how many how many snack drawers did this guy invade? <laughs> and then he just passed out? Uh, Seattle police say it happened yesterday. The 44-year-old was able to break into a financial office of Union Street, and that's where an employee says... Wait, hold on. It was just a financial office? What the hell is a financial place doing with $200 worth of chocolate? Like... That's a massive amount of chocolate. <laughs> even if we're talking like Halloween candy. I'm thinking about the Halloween candy, even the big bars. Like you can buy like, a box of big bars. Big for like bars what? are like a dollar a piece, right? Right, right, if, right. If you buy them in bulk, probably even cheaper than that. So I can't imagine one person eating 200 <laughs> candy bars, right? That's really 200 candy bars, $200 worth of chocolate. He saw him eating $200 in chocolates. So, it's so much. From a glass bowl on a desk. He was later charged with burglary. <laughs> All right. So he just broke into an office in Seattle, a financial office. But wait, hold on. Maybe he ate if, himself to sleep? Maybe if it's a really fancy financial office. They have a candy dish out. Oh, like high Dude, end. Yeah, what are those ones? Cho- what are the one uh, chocolates that have the gold wrapper? The Godiva. You know, Godiva chocolate. Like, yeah, like something like that. Something like that. No, isn't there one called, like, is it Ghirardelli? Is Ghirardelli one or something? I don't know. Whatever the fancy chocolates are in the in the gold wrapper that are like a little ball. You know what I'm talking like about, right? Yeah, yeah. What if it's like that? Ooh. I feel like a financial office would have, like, chocolate truffles out because financial office, listen, you're you're getting people to come in there. Trusting you with their finances, a lot of money, a lot of trust being exchanged. Just like, go ahead, you can have the good chocolate. You got to go high end chocolate. So if you walk into a financial place and they got high end, classy like truffle chocolates, then you'll be like, whoa, I need to, I need to give this place my money. 
uh, to invest because they got high-end chocolates. It's not like they got a bowl of M&M's sitting out there. This dude polished off a couple hundred dollars, <laughs> though. Worth. There is no way that a couple hundred dollars worth of chocolate isn't an insane amount of chocolate still for one person to eat. That's why he just completely, uh, completely passed out. And he was arrested for breaking in. I love that he goes to a financial place and does nothing but just eat chocolate and pass out. You know, he just had melted chocolate all over himself. It's like, man, if you really wanted to, if you really wanted to get some chocolate, you could have broken into so many better places if you had a hankering for the chocolate. Yeah, a little sweet tooth. He broke into a financial place, but he was arrested after eating two hundred dollars worth of chocolate. Uh, Megan tweets us here. I never knew how much I needed duck calls in my life until this morning. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> We have a duck call that sounds like a party horn. Uh, but we've had multiple listeners call in and give us real duck calls. And then here is uh, Devlin Hodges, Steelers starting quarterback, winning quarterback last night, doing duck calls. <laughs> it's the damn duck call show. This show will not make any sense in two months. No, it won't at all. But today, it's the damn duck show. Okay? Gotta ride that wave, man. Uh, by the way, I want to get to his Penguins tweets. Uh, how great are the Penguins right now? They have so many injuries. A lot of key players out. Geno's still out, you know. They're just putting up touchdowns. They've won three straight. And on Saturday, they, they finally go on the road, right? First four games at home. Penguins go on the road. They go to Minnesota. Seven to four, they beat the Wild. And you're like, wow, what a goal explosion that is. Mm-hmm. You get one of those maybe every month or something where you can score a touchdown, right? And then they do the damn thing in, in Winnipeg against the Jets on Sunday. Uh, seven to two, 14 goals in the past two games. It's been an offensive explosion for the Penguins. I don't think anybody saw that coming, right? No. With the injuries, it's like, no. all right, well, they're probably going to, you know, maybe be a 500 team, win one here, lose one there, and it's going to be a struggle till everybody's back and healed. It's just like, nope. Seven goals in back-to-back games. They are now 4-2 and two on the season. Uh, they'll be at home Wednesday against uh, Colorado. So after the Steeler game last night, right, they go to uh, Southern California, beat the Chargers 24-17. to 17. Uh, Devlin Hodges in there at quarterback. By the way, uh, I'm sure everybody else feels this too. Uh, I love watching the Steelers defense right now where you don't like crap your pants every like every time a quarterback drops back you just don't think oh my god if they throw it deep it, we're going we're just screwed. Like I don't get that nervous feeling anymore of every play could be a 50-yard touchdown like, against the Steelers defense, right? It's no longer like a sad crapping of the pants, it's more of a, a crapping of the pants because of excitement. Yeah, Devin Bush getting that fumble recovery for a touchdown, he had interception, Cam Sutton ended the game with the interception in the fourth quarter. You just look at this defense, you're just like, Steelers got Steelers got a good defense now, right? Like they actually make turnovers, and you're like, you actually get excited They're when the defense fast. is out there, just like, man, anything could happen, right? And the good thing is, is that like, other than Bud Dupree being like a free agent, most of this team is coming back, yeah, yeah for yeah. next year yep. too, and a lot of them for the year after that too. And they're young and they're fast, and whoo. Get a little defensive tingles, man. Feels good. Get a little defensive tingles. So Devlin Hodges, right after the game, uh, you know, his first tweet said, this was at midnight last night, right? Midnight. He just tweeted, I don't hate the Penguins anymore. Promise. So let me fill everybody in if you haven't kind of seen what happened here. Uh, Devlin Hodges tweeted June 8th, 2017. So about two years ago, right? A little over two years ago. He uh, he tweeted, you know, I hate the Penguins. So somebody dug that tweet up, right? 
And that's just how the internet works now. You dig up old tweets, and they're just like, whoa, Devlin Hodges tweeted two years ago, I hate the Penguins. So I looked at that date, and I'm just like, all right, something caused Devlin Hodges to randomly tweet, I hate the Penguins, right? Yeah. So I looked up June 8th, 2017. What happened on that day? It was right after the Penguins beat the Predators six to nothing in Game Five of the Stanley Cup Finals to take a three to two lead oh, no. in the Cup Finals. So Devlin Hodges was watching the Penguins just destroy the Predators in Game Five of the Stanley Cup Finals, and then tweeted out, "I hate the Penguins." So first, maybe only one that he starts. He his first tweet is. I don't hate the Penguins anymore. Promise. The Penguins respond with, we don't hate you either, Devlin. So there you go. He gets called out for a two-year-old tweet, and now he realizes, all right. And, of course, he deleted the tweet, but the internet lives forever. Right, so, right. Uh, I just wanted to get to the bottom, like, all right, there must have been something on that day at that time that made this guy hate the Penguins, and that's what it was. A six-to-nothing thrashing of the Predators to basically give them a three-to-two lead in the Stanley Cup final. So... Uh, hey, listen, Pittsburgh deserved this weekend. They deserved two awesome Penguins games. Mm-hmm. They de- deserved a Steeler win because there has not been a lot of good sports happening lately. Uh, the Joker, number one at the box office again over the weekend, making $55 million. After 10 days, uh, Joker has already made $200 million domestically and uh, half a billion worldwide. It should surpass the entire domestic run of Justice League, which is, that was everybody in there, right? Yeah. All the DC comic superheroes, Batman, Superman, Aquaman, everything, Wonder Woman. Uh, It should beat Justice League domestically by by next weekend. (laughs) So it'll take Joker three weeks to beat the run of uh, Justice League. Uh, You know that Will Smith movie, Gemini Man, that was like old Will Smith versus young Will Smith? Yeah. Like a clone of him or something. Cost about $150 to uh, to make. Out the gate, twenty million. Mm. Not so hot. Now, they're gonna have to uh, count on international money to try to make that up. But when was the last big Will Smith movie? Because I feel like we all look at Will Smith like, like he's like, this, like he has all these movies. Yeah, like he's this big. You know, I mean, Will Smith is a bona fide movie star. He is. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like Will Smith hasn't had like a home run of a movie. In a long time. Like, he's made some good movies. But I feel like, you know what Will Smith needs to do? And maybe, like, after the Gemini Man kind of disaster that's happening. uh, I know he made that one weird Netflix movie with, like, the... I don't even know what it was. Like, elves and trolls or something like that called Bright. Remember that? Where he was, like, a cop and he... It was just a weird movie on Netflix, right? But that's what Will Smith needs to do probably now. He needs to go the Adam Sandler route and just do Netflix movies. Just have Netflix pay you like $20 million every movie. You know what's crazy? His appearance in Suicide Squad is his number one opening movie. Ever? Yeah. All right, see, but that doesn't really count. Because $133 million they made opening that's, weekend. That's such like an ensemble movie, you know? That's not a Will Smith-driven movie. That's Num- just... Number two is Aladdin. All right. That's not a Will Smith movie either. Yeah, He's a genie. See, Aladdin. Like, you're watching Aladdin no matter if Will Smith is playing the genie or not, right? Like, I don't think Will Smith is driving people to, was driving that many people to go see Aladdin. I don't look at that like that's a standalone Will Smith like movie. When, you when know? I think Will Smith, I think the Men in Black movies in Independence Day. Yeah, like those movies, man, right? Men, Men in Black only made $51 million. 
So those weren't like Independence Day only made fifty million. So those weren't like massive theater releases then, right? No, uh-uh. they felt like it, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. It's just make Netflix movies uh, now, man. You know, I Am Legend is his biggest seventy-seven million. That was a good movie. I that's, like that's that. That's like movie. his biggest. Like uh, that was like the zombie outbreak movie, right? Where yeah, he was like yeah. the only one alive, and he had the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog died. Oh, spoiler alert! Yeah, why do you have to do that? I hate movies where dogs die, man. Ugh. Like, I can go people dying all day on movies. I can watch it because I know it's not real. How about the movies, though, when dogs die and then they re- they're reincarnated? <sighs> no, still doesn't work for what me. What was that because... one, though? That one that just came out not that long ago? The race driving? <laughs> oh, A Dog's Journey or A Dog's <laughs> yeah, Purpose? Yeah. Like, we've done this show before. Where one we've last got... ride. We, we have gone through this whole... We've done this show before. Where I'm just we... trying to cheer you up, man. You were talking about dead animals, okay? <laughs> I can't remember what I was watching last night during the Steelers game. And um, there was a movie trailer that came on. And me and my wife, Jamie, were watching it. And she's like, oh, this looks pretty good. Oh, you know what it was? It Doolittle with Robert Downey Jr. So, you know, Iron Man's about done. Yeah, like, yeah. So he's got to do regular movies now. Actually, he doesn't need to do he any movies. But... He's got enough Marvel money for generations. But so Robert Downey Jr. is going to play like Dr. Doolittle in this, you know, I guess probably the eighth time we're bringing back Dr. Doolittle movies. Um, so there was a trailer for it last night during the Steelers game. My wife, Jamie, was like, oh, it looks pretty good. And I'm like, oh, I can't watch that. And then she's like, why not? And I'm like, look at the gorilla. There was like a sad part in the trailer where he was laying next to the gorilla, like telling the gorilla it's going to be OK. And I'm like, they're going to kill the gorilla. And I want to go see if they're going to kill the gorilla. She's like, you don't know they're going to kill the gorilla. I'm like, no, that part was emotional enough. What if he enough. saves the gorilla? Like, what if he saves it? I don't even you care. Don't I just, I don't, I don't want to be that emotionally he's invested in the, he's not Iron Man. He's Doolittle in this yeah, one. Yeah, I bet. He's Iron Man. You think he saves the gorilla as Iron Man Always and then goes Iron back to, to Doolittle? Tony Stark. I know what Spoiler he's doing. alert right there for the Doolittle movie. He saves the gorilla as Iron Man. Listen, I just don't want to see any of these sad movies where animals die. That's it. I want to try to avoid animal death. In any movie I can. I might have cried in I Am Legend when the dog died, man. Uh, all right, here we go. Ranker.com, the saddest movie animal deaths. Oh, man. I feel like we've done this show before, right? I don't think so. But, uh, yeah, number two is uh, the uh, the dog Sam in I Am Legend. Number one saddest movie death. This one's obvious, right? Should be obvious, right? Uh, Marley in Marley and Me. Oh, yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. Uh, can I be honest? I've never seen uh, Marley and Me. Me neither. Why? Because I know the dog's going to die. That's one of those movies are there going, any, are going there, into it that you know the dog's going to die. You know the dog's yeah. going to die, right? Yeah, like that was the premise, wasn't it? Like, uh, like, how does the movie end if it's based on one pet? The pet's going to die. That's just how pet movies go. The pet's going to die. So I don't want to get myself upset. And then, like, something happens to where it's just like, oh, but it had babies and yay. We can do a sequel. Like, the only pet movies I'm rocking with, to be completely honest, like, that involve real animals Mm -hmm. are Air Bud movies. That's it. All I'm looking for out of animal movies is not them to die, just them to play various sports. It's it. Because, listen, 
Airbud's never gonna die, even though Airbud's dead. I'll say bad bad news for you. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, but Airbud doesn't die in the movies, does he? I hope not. <laughs> I haven't watched enough Airbud movies. That'd Neither have I. Maybe oh god, maybe that's where Air Buddies <laughs> came from. Like no, when it was all the puppies. No, see, I think they just transitioned into Air Buddies because the real Air Bud died, and oh, then they're God. just like, "Well, we we can't just get another Air Bud, so let's just get a bunch of puppies and milk this for all it's worth." Uh, Jay just tweets here. I never watched Marley and Me for the same reason. Yeah, you know the dog dies. The whole movie based on the dog. Uh, they're just gonna. They're just going to crush you with a doggy death at the end. Like, there. there's that whole, we talked about it before, the whole genre of movies about dogs reincarnated in death. There is. Hey, did you watch uh, El Camino over the weekend? Yeah. So Breaking Bad, of course, had an amazing run on television. Uh, you know, one of the greatest TV dramas over the past 10, 20 years. Um, and then Netflix uh, got Aaron Paul and his character Jesse Pinkman and did a whole, like, it was a little over two-hour movie uh, on Netflix called El Camino. So you see what happens to Jesse Pinkman, Aaron Paul's character, after the Breaking Bad series is over. It was, I, I kind of liked it. I saw that people were like, no, they should have never done this. But it's like, listen, it took two hours out of my day, and I enjoyed it. It was somewhat captivating to me, and I was like, all right, that was cool. All right. Uh, it just made me want more. It makes you want more Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. See, that's kind of the same way I uh, I am. Like, Aaron Paul was asked if he would make an appearance on the other spinoff, Better Call Saul. Not the same. But he said, if Vince asked me to jump on to Saul, I would do it in a heartbeat. I would know it's for very good reasons. Obviously, we would love to give that to the fans of Breaking Bad and the fans of Better Call Saul. But we don't want fans to kind of scratch their head and act like, why did that happen? So he said he would do it in a heartbeat as long as it's right, and he said, of course, it's going to be right because that's the way the, uh, you know, kind of executive producer, uh, Vince Gilliam, would do it. But I liked El Camino. El Camino was all right. It was good. Do you see uh, Ed the Vacuum Cleaner guy died? Like, the real guy died. Um, this isn't like a spoiler alert for the movie, but if you're a big Breaking Bad fan. Like in real life. Yeah, the guy that plays Ed the Vacuum Cleaner guy, um, Robert Forrester, passed away the same day that Breaking Bad El Camino came out on uh, on Netflix. So that was kind of uh, sad to see. Uh, did you see Saturday Night Live over the weekend? David Harbour, who uh, plays, uh, what the hell's his name? Hopper. Hopper in uh, Stranger Things uh, hosted. Uh, over 2 million views, the, the big hit for Saturday Night Live, was they did a Joker parody but with Oscar the Grouch. I mean, the audio that we could play isn't going to do enough justice. You have to see it. But if you haven't seen it yet, it's one of the better things Saturday Night Live has done Mm -hmm. in a long time. They did a whole Joker parody, but with an origin story of Oscar (laughs) the Grouch. Not with puppets either, with like like real people, where where David Harbour is playing Oscar the Grouch. So that's pretty funny. It's on the internet if you want to uh, look that up. Uh, Barry sends us a message. Uh, Bad Boys 3 coming out Might uh, might be a big one for him. But see, I look at Bad Boys 3 that they're coming out with with Martin Lawrence, right? It's like those the Bad Boy movies were like 10, 15 years ago. Awesome, yeah, right? Yeah. So I don't even like that movie will do like 50 or 60 million, I think. But that one should be a Netflix one. Like Netflix should have paid big money to just have bad like Bad Boys 3 or Bad Boys for Life or whatever, you know? That would have made more sense. You're right. I, I'm not going to the, like I liked the Bad Boy movies, but I'm not going to the theater to go see Bad Boys. Like I'll see it whenever it comes out on on demand or Netflix or whatever streaming service pays for it. Yeah. 
That's why I'm saying like Netflix should just pay them and just been like we'll make it a Netflix movie. And then all of a sudden when it comes out, it's the biggest thing on a screen that weekend, you know? <laughs> but if it goes in the movies, it's like, all right, it might do fifty million or so opening weekend, I think. But I don't think Bad Boy is making like a hundred million out the gate. Uh big win for the Steelers last night, twenty four to seventeen. Uh, they beat the Chargers. Uh, Duck Hodges, not too bad. 132 yards, 15 to 20. Had a touchdown and an interception. Uh, good game for James Conner, even though he did leave the game. Um, he had a rushing touchdown, receiving touchdown. Uh, the defense, though, man, Devin Bush had a fumble recovery touchdown. He had an interception. Cam Sutton with an interception uh, late in the fourth quarter uh, to kind of seal the game. Here was Coach Tomlin uh, after the win. Man, that's a big win for us on the road uh, in a very fragile state. Uh, it's good to go into the bye on a good note and gathering ourselves a little bit. You know, we need it because we, we got a lot of injuries. We had a few tonight. Yeah, uh, a lot of people injured. Uh, he talks about the injuries and guys stepping up. I think that's kind of the story tonight, man. Some guys stepped up and stepped up in a big way. We live by the creed. The standard is the standard, but those are just words. The play of the guys make that reality, and we got a lot of quality efforts tonight from a lot of people. Um, Devlin obviously gets a... A lot of attention, um, like his efforts and what he brought, but there are a lot of others. Artie Burns uh, in place of Steven Nelson. I thought his play was solid and significant. Um, Benny Snell, um, as James, uh, was a, wasn't able to continue. Um, the, the plays that, that he gave us was significant. Yeah, Benny Snell looked all right back there, right? Yeah, he looked that good. That was the first time he actually got some work. He looked all right, serviceable. Here was uh, Coach Tomlin on Duck's performance. We got a lot of confidence in him. We hadn't... We haven't been bashful about that. He's got a lot of confidence in himself, and I think that's what makes people gravitate to him. Uh, but we, we're not getting overexcited, man. This is a guy that played good tonight, man, with very limited experience, and we're thankful to get a win, and hopefully it'll be a good learning experience for him and us collectively as we move forward. Yeah, listen, that might be Devlin Hodges' only start as a Steeler because they have the bye week now, and then Mason Rudolph could be back, and he could be healthy for the rest of the this season. This might be so. the peak. It might be the peak for Duck. Maybe we shouldn't get overly excited about Devlin Hodges. <laughs> we haven't been doing Duck calls all show. <laughs> you won't be able to walk in the strip district without seeing uh, some sort of duck, generic duck shirt. Duck number six shirt, right? <laughs> yeah, Pittsburgh. We don't get overly excited about things. It is so funny, though, because somebody uh, just tweeted me and asked, did Heinz Field ever get back to us on their duck call policy? Because we're wondering if you could take duck calls into the stadium. Right. I don't think it matters. Yeah, they're on a bye week. Because they're on a bye week. Then and then Monday night. You know, Mason Rudolph could come back, and we might never see... Duck Hodges in a game again. Who knows? Until they tell us that Duck Hodges is starting, they give us a couple days' notice, and then yes. It's on. We will lead the charge to bring Duck calls to Heinz Field. Uh, Coach Tomlin was asked if Mason Rudolph is healthy after the bye week. Does he start? I ain't getting into that, guys. He wanted nothing to do with it because it's a ways away, and he doesn't need to answer anybody now. So Steelers are now 2-4. and four. Uh, basically tied with the Browns for second in the AFC North. Ravens are 4-2, and two and the Bengals are awful, 0-6. Steelers on a bye week next game uh, at home, Monday Night Football against the winless Dolphins. Mikey and Bob, 96-1 KISS. It's the Morning Freak Show. You want to talk about this email? You see it? I did. I, I, it? I knew that you were going to bring up the email. Yes, we just got a Pittsburgh All email, which like, means... Like, everybody. I mean, I don't know how many people work in our whole office area, maybe 100. 
Maybe a little less than that, 80 to 100, I would say. I don't know. Anybody that works for um, iHeartRadio in Pittsburgh uh, just got hit with this email uh, in the big gold DVE building. But then, like, you know, a lot of our regional bosses oh, get this uh, email, too. What, what do we got there, Bob? There's a cookie it. cake uh, two floors up from us. <laughs> cookie cake on five. Just got the email, man. How many pieces could this cookie cake possibly have where you'd send it out to, like, 100 people? Yeah, see, I don't know if a cookie cake is worthy of, um... Like, hey, look around you and go, hey, do you want... Yeah. Six, eight people, pick them out and be like, you want a piece? All right, here you go. Yeah, because, see... Who sends an email out to, like, 100 people asking if they want cookie cake? Well, that's the thing, too. See, because we're on the third floor. By the time we get to the fifth floor, the cookie cake's gone, Oh, it's right? gone. It's so, gone. you're right. I think a cookie cake is not, um... It's not really worthy of using the send to all office email, right? If no. if it's birthday cake where it's like a full sheet of birthday cake, sure. Yeah, that's okay too, because then people I just cut a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. I just, I'll just cut a little slice here. There's I'll only so that, much right? cookie. Everybody's seen a cookie cake. They're not huge. It's like telling people that there's like a singular pizza. Yeah, they, which is crazy too because even even a singular pizza is bigger than a cookie cake, right? The average cookie cake is like a giant eagle cookie cake, right? Yeah, like it's yeah. big, but it's not the size of like a large pizza. No, it's more no. so a size of a medium pizza. Well, I would say six, right, six to eight slices out of either one of those. Nah, I mean maybe I think you get ten slices out of a I'll cookie cut it, cake. Cut maybe. me a thin one. Cut me a thin one. I want a thin one, okay? No, I'll scrape the icing off it. I scrape the icing a... off it. No, I don't like the icing. Okay, that's where the calories are. I'll have the cookie cake, but scrape the icing off. Why it. send it to hundred people? No, like, but hey. you're right though. Imagine like an office email going out to everybody in Pittsburgh in the company that was just like that was like, hey, there is one medium pizza on the fifth floor because that's basically what it is, Come right? Get like that's gone, right? It's gone. <laughs> I don't get office life sometimes, man. I love office life. I just don't get it. <laughs> all right, so you're saying the rules are you can send an all office email. There has for, to be an abundance for for birthday cake. If you have cake in the break room, it's got it to be enough. Right? Like a single cake, it has to be like enough for like I don't know. I'd say at least twenty people. Yeah, right? twenty is fair. Twenty like is it's, fair. It's got to be enough for a fifth of the workforce because you're always going to play the game of whoever gets to the break room first is going to get it right. So I think as long as it's good enough for like maybe a fifth or a quarter of your workforce. Well, like the person that sent good. the email obviously took a piece already, so that's like one piece gone. You don't know that. Maybe they maybe they felt good. Steelers victory, man. Starting the week off right, bringing the cookie cake for the uh, for everybody, right? It's not for everybody though. It's true. It's not even close. And I mean, we had no chance once the cake in the break room email, the cookie cake in the break room email went out for us to get from the third floor to the fifth floor. I had just no chance. Just no chance. Oh, getting in line to cut a piece of cake. Oh, God. I, I don't even know if there's a, a oh. line to that, right? It's just the first few people that get up there. Break out in, like, hives or something. It's okay, like, man. Calm down. Line for cake. Ah. Steelers with a big win last night, 24-17. to 17. We've been talking about Devlin Hodges, of course, uh, this morning because he's got a fun story. He wasn't even on the 53-man roster to start the season. Then he had a couple injuries, and this dude is actually starting in a game. Here he was after the game talking about coming from the practice squad to where he was last night. It, it was awesome. Uh, that That's something that I've dreamed of, dreamed about. Um, that's something that I've always believed that 
that could happen. And just to kind of live it out, it, it was amazing. Uh, the crowd last night, as we um, you know accurately were seeing all week, uh, I, I think right after Coach Tomlin at his press conference, he was like, we're going in a hostile environment. And we're like, no, no, they're not. Like West Coast Steeler game not at, all. at a soccer stadium on a team that doesn't even really have fans in L.A. because they just came from San Diego. Uh, Devlin Hodges was asked, was he surprised uh, surprised by the crowd, which was like 75-80% Steeler fans? Not, not too surprised. Uh, that's something that we kind of anticipated happening. Um, I mean, we, we travel our fans so well. And then, I mean, just pregame warm-ups, I mean, you could tell that this was going to be kind of like a home game all day. So we, we might have to tell the crowd to settle down a little bit. Yeah, he was more worried about having to uh, hush the crowd when they were on uh, on offense. Now, um, Devlin Hodges did tweet out a picture, like kind of like a, I guess maybe an inspirational picture of a duck <laughs> over the week, where it was like the the duck in the water, right? And you see the duck paddling under the water, yeah, yeah. but looking calm on top. So he was asked about that specific duck photo last night. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have uh, asked me about that, about that, about that tweet, and um, I mean, I, I feel like I'm a guy that's always uh, out in the field, you know, calm and cool, and then. You know the whole the whole paddling on the water. I think that just talks about you know all the all the effort, all the hard work I put in. Um, yeah. And I mean, no matter what, I mean, I'm here now, and and it's just, it's a blessing. I'm here now. It's a blessing. I'm a duck. Uh, he was wearing a shirt pregame and postgame that was like a weird. It was like off-brand Donald Duck with like a hat backwards, and it said "I'm the boss, California" on it. He was asked about that shirt. Honestly, I bought it yesterday. Uh, it was like it was for sale at a store for like five dollars. So um, you know, we we get a break. It's like West Coast Strip District. A couple hours, and uh, me and my family kind of went and walked around Venice Beach, and uh, I snagged it up, and then had a duck on it. I was like, man, I might might have to wear this at the stadium. So I mean, bought it as a joke but people seem to love it again we're all drunk off devlin hodges right now we're like oh my gosh he's wearing a duck shirt this is the greatest thing he- i love that he embraced it he's just like hell yeah i'm duck listen, at this point devlin hodges is is 100 listen i'm a duck everything if it walks like a duck quacks like a duck talks like a duck i'm a damn duck jesus meet me on night son she used to meet me on the east side. She used to meet me on the east side. In the city with a sun, no set. Mikey and Bob, 961 Kiss. It's the Morning Freak Show. Uh, Michael sent us a message here about animal deaths in movies. Mm-hmm. Let's not sleep on the fact that the whole John Wick series is based on John's dog dying. I still get angry thinking about that dog dying. Yeah, it's a lot to get oh, past man. that. Listen, I just tapped into the John Wick series this year after the latest one came out because I'm like, all right, this these John Wick movies are a thing. I got to get in on this whole thing. So I watched like all three of them in a weekend. And you're right, when his dog dies, oh, that sucks. That, see, that's an unexpected mm-hmm. animal death in the movie because mm-hmm. you know that the whole movie, you're not even ready for it. Like, who kills a dog like that? A lot of uh, spoilers on the show today, huh? For like ten years, that have movies. been out for a decade. <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> All right, that was a fun show today, right? Uh, by the way, uh, to our Canadian listeners, oh, happy hello, Canada. Uh, happy Canadian Thanksgiving! Enjoy. Uh, do you want to know all about Canadian Thanksgiving? Uh, I have you looked. I'm if you've done the work to look it up, sure. Uh, yep. Canadian Thanksgiving is in October, not November, and it's not about pilgrims. Uh, basically, I think it's because 
you know, American Thanksgiving has to do with like uh, pilgrims and whatever and the breaking bread with uh, whatever, you know, yeah. the, that whole yeah. thing, right? The fun story. Uh, yeah, the story of Thanksgiving, right? It's so peaceful and friendly. Um, Canadian Thanksgiving is probably just because it's farther north and the harvest comes earlier. So they celebrate oh. it earlier. So it's kind of like that. Uh, Canadian Thanksgiving, not really associated with shopping as it is um, here in the States. Missing out then. And Canadian Thanksgiving is not as big of a deal as American Thanksgiving. Like American Thanksgiving is a huge deal. You know, like everybody's got a couple days off work usually. A lot of times it's a huge travel weekend and everything. Canadian Thanksgiving just isn't like a huge deal. Do they not do like day off work and like full eating day and like Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know if they uh, naps and everything that goes along with it. Like, <laughs> do, is uh, Canada missing out on all of this? Should I Google do do Canadians nap on Thanksgiving? <laughs> like or that, what is it? I don't what know. Is happening? It just seems like it's not it's not a huge deal up there like it is here in America. Um mm, Thanksgiving Day nap, man. It's a good nap, right? It is. Such a good nap. Yeah, like I'm on the I'm on the Wikipedia page and it's just it's too much to read. I just It's okay. Happy Thanksgiving, Canada. Canada. Good for you, Canada. Listen. It's your day. I since six o'clock this morning, okay? Since six this this absolutely just another reason why Pittsburgh is just special, man. It's just different. Since 6 o'clock this morning in the last four hours, I have seen three different designs for Devlin Hodges duck shirts. Damn right. Three different, like, new designs, which means somebody probably stayed up last night and is just like, all right, if he wins, we got to put the shirts up. Has anybody anybody cornered the market with the, uh, if you ain't a Steelers fan, then duck you? (laughs) Shirt yet? With like a cartoon duck, like a Donald Duck with a number six Steelers jersey giving the middle finger. If I had him printed, I could sell 3000 out of my trunk this afternoon. <laughs> Seriously, man. 100%. If you ain't a Steelers fan, duck you. It's got to be like a generic Donald Duck with a number six jersey, though. Oh, right? yeah. 100%. And it's got to be giving the finger. Uh-huh. Or peeing on a Bengals or Ravens logo. Browns logo. All of it. <laughs> How good are the uh, strip district like urine shirts where it's like Calvin or somebody like peeing on a Browns logo? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Those are just a classic. You can get those 365 days mm-hmm. a year. It ain't got to be special for Calvin to be peeing on a Ravens logo. Uh, podcast title today, just the Duck Show. Uh, the Duck Call Show. You I want to do Duck Call Show? Yeah, okay. I think we made, made, made it the Duck Call Show. Right, I think we make it the Duck Call Show. Uh, freak Show question of the day today. This will be around 5.30 with Tall Kathy. Uh, listen to her. Answer the question right. Maybe win yourself a prize. Uh, freak Show question of the day. Uh, what did a nice listener send us in the mail today? And the answer is a duck call. <laughs> which doesn't really sound like a duck call, but it is because this is a Duck Commander Woody. So this is a... Uh, <laughs> It's not a mallard. That's a what? Wooden duck or whatever. A woodsy duck. Duck call. All right. Is that it? Duck call. That's all. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you miss anything, get caught up on the podcast on the free iHeartRadio app. Ryan Seacrest. Show. Bye, 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 bye. HD Pittsburgh.